hard, working every day. Not a lazy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. We start on the flow, but it's time for the show. Welcome back to another episode of Not For Lazy Moms. We want it all. We do it all. Oh, my God. We're almost at the end. I can't even believe it. Episode 11. And we're still here with your favorite dream team. We got Allie over here. Uh, hey, I wasn't expecting to be first, so I didn't prepare. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. You know what? I Every think, time. I think we officially rubbed off on Allie, and she's really buying this G-code because <laughs> she was late for the first time today. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're always on CPT. If people yeah, don't know what that means, color people time, <laughs> we're always late. She really was late. And Allie was really late. Was. I was shocked. I'm so sorry. Honestly, can I tell you what it is? Like, I just assumed because the last couple times we've met you've always been 15 minutes late so when you even said that you were on the way I'm like eh she'll probably stop she's gonna want to get like a snack or a drink and what's funny is I actually did stop and I got some snacks I got some candy got some you know little frozen ice but you were still on time and I was still on time Man. I came right from Pure Bar so I'm so I was mad like, at myself I was dying I was like oh my god we're actually waiting for you for once <laughs> Yeah. And then you know we always got big bro, my handsome husband. What it do? It what all. it do? That was it. That was cool. What it do? Oh, uh, okay. It, it that's, uh, for people to understand. That's kind of like what's going on. <laughs> Chris, you <laughs> fell off today, man. I don't know what's going on, man. And he I who did? needs no introduction, cousin Hank over here. I'm a G. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm in a channel in my, my alley here. You sound like a lowercase I'm G. A G. On that. <laughs> Bro, I was trying to act I'm like lowercase. We you know, get you know it. What, okay. You always coming at me, man. Like, no. what's going on? Hey, let's get, let's get I to the I appreciate no, 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 it, actually. Hot topics. No, 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 no. Oh, Chris, is this something you want to discuss right now? No. Because I feel like every time I say something, like you, it's like, is it because you're sitting next to me right now? I keep forgetting Maybe we need to separate y'all. Yeah. We really should. No, no, it's too much testosterone over here, man. You ain't got that much. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. You know the shade just comes so naturally. Yo, you know. And what, you man. set yourself up for that. No, like you, you know what? You set yourself up. I'm so sorry. Hey, yo, Chris was so right. Sorry. Let's let's just go on what we doing. What we let's no, let's keep serious. going. No, no, let's, let's just serious. Turn this into I was just gonna serious. say serious. Because you don't want to do that. Now. You don't want to do that, Chris. Why are you sitting like that? You. you <laughs> Why you keep messing with my husband? You keep messing with him. Because I, I, I feel I feel the tension right. I can get on both of y'all right attention. now. I can he get does. on both of y'all right now. Hey. Ali, who side you on? Oh, <laughs> Ali, we just gave. I you. mean, you just mocked we. me and said I'm a G. So I think I'm on. Is that how I sound just did? <laughs> yes. I sounded like that. Yes. Yeah, you did. All right, that's you know, I'm a G, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we have a, a pretty fun topic. Um, first time, well, for first time moms. That first month, I don't think a lot of people keep it real mm. about that first month wow. being a first-time mom. And today, we're going to keep it real. We're going to tell you all of the things that you should know about that first month based on our experience and things that we've heard from our friends, um, some of the information that they withheld from us. And, you know, it's almost like they just want you to, like, suffer. Seriously. <laughs> it's like the more prepared, the more details you get, the more prepared you can, you know, you can be. Like, I know, but I almost think it's the initiation into motherhood because when you ask other moms, they don't, they do keep out what the first month is like. And I think it's because they want you to experience how hard it is on, by yourself. Well, like, that's your initiation. Well, say you never got advice and you went through your first month. Would, wouldn't you want another woman to go through their own first month as well? I mean, honestly, when I've gotten texts 
from new moms. I'm like, yeah, I know it really is hard. I just kind of say that, but I don't really give <laughs> so any details. So I think I'm she becoming what was done to me. I don't know. I think the only thing I ever hear people talk about is sleep deprivation. They just talk about how much sleep you won't get. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case for everybody. Right. And also, there's a lot of other things that are more important that they should be talking mm-hmm. about outside of not getting enough sleep. So, like how they won't tell you about the meconium poop. That's yeah. like the first poops. Mm. That can be pretty frightening. You're like, what is this what is dark happening? tar? <laughs> and you can't even get it off easy. Oh, my no. God. Like, I actually know what you're talking butts. about. I thought about it, and I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Well, it Hank, is like tar. Hank, yeah. for, that for, is crazy. For this topic, I'm happy that Hank can be a part of it because for two months, he thought the baby was his. And he was able, <laughs> no, he was able to experience what we're talking about today. So this is, a, this is great. This but is you great. don't know how hard it was to go through what I went through and then find out I went through some crap because of... I mean, I went through it, and it wasn't even my baby, man. I know. I would have turned down that experience if it wasn't mine. Yeah, I can't imagine, yeah. Yeah, that that, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. So you cleaned up that nasty poop, and there was some other man baby poop. See. Yeah. Technically, yes. You're a good guy. I mean, I tried. I I really tried. So, yeah, I think we we need to um, prepare you today. I, I really think you should maybe get a pen and a notepad. And just take some notes. You know, if you're currently pregnant or if you're deciding that you want to have kids, this is going to be a useful podcast for you. And I guarantee you, out of all of the episodes, this is probably going to be the one that's going to be replayed the most because moms are going to come back and they're going to say, you know what, let me get some of those notes. Mm-hmm. Let me rewind. Yeah, exactly. I remember being in the hospital and I started to, uh, you know, they want you to nurse the baby right away. So I'm nursing, nursing. I'm, You know, I'm good nursing the baby. But, you know, put the milk dud in his mouth. <laughs> he enjoys it. Bonding, all of that good stuff. And it wasn't until that night, you know, the baby wakes up. So I'm like, you know, I'm still in the hospital. I didn't I didn't uh, opt for the baby to stay in the nursery my first time, which was also stupid. I should have sent his butt to the nursery. What so nursery? I can get, oh, Lord, Allie. Oh, I forgot, I forgot you had your baby Wait. in the hood. No. <laughs> Allie, they have a little room where they keep all of the, the newborns. Overnight? All of, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll keep take, them for you. They'll keep the baby for you so you can get sleep. And they have different nurses then, in there. And then when the baby wakes to to eat and wants you to nurse, they'll bring the baby to you. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. No, we were all in one room <laughs> and and they told me to wake the baby every like 90 minutes to feed What? Them. Yeah. That's no, you crazy. never wake a sleeping baby. I didn't know that till after I got out of the hospital. What? <laughs> I had no idea. So the hospital, hospital you was in, you had a shooting range in there, but you didn't have a little room where they could keep the baby <laughs> yes. for you. They Pretty probably much. were afraid the baby would get shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep you know what? You keep, your yeah, you keep the baby. We don't. We don't want to be held responsible. Keep they got the everything but that. Everything. Oh my God. Oh, Allie. <laughs> so so yeah. So they would bring. You know they they. When I had Christopher, he stayed in the room with me inside of his little. You know the little tub that they call a crib in the hospital. And when he would wake up that first night, you know I started to nurse him. Oh my goodness. No one told me about the fact that my uterus was would still be shrinking at that point. Contracting. And when you nurse the baby, with every suck, your uterus contracts like your full-blown contractions back, you know, in labor again. Mm. It was so painful. I couldn't take it. 
I'm like yelling for Chris to wake up. His spoiled behind. The darn doctors brought him a bed in, so he had his own bed. No way. So I'm supposed to stand up the whole time. Well, most you people sleep, sleep in the on the chair. Couch. Yeah, or the chair. Hey, Chris, too big like for the Chris. Couch. Chris, I'm ready along with you. I had my own bed. I was. So. They brought him a bed in. I had my own bed. I was in a nice hospital. And he was. <laughs> do you know? At one point, when the baby was crying, this one had nerve to wake up and say. Can you get that baby to be quiet? I'm trying to sleep. Uh, excuse me? Wow. He's over I don't remember You this. must have said that in your sleep, not yeah, realizing. Yeah, exactly. It. I would never do that no. just like consciously knowing. No, you, know. you were definitely, I just said you were asleep. Like you were not, you were sleeping excellent. Okay. And, and and I looked at him like he Chris, like nerd. somebody got sleep well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody got to pay the bills. <laughs> you had a baby. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Excuse me? I don't know. Where just because you gave me a job on this show hey, now. Ali, I think this Look, Yeah, this is where turn. it's going to go. Yeah, this yeah. is You might just get your pink slip today. You yes. probably don't even know what a pink slip is, honey. No, I don't. He's only ever worked one job, and that was for the Redskins. Lucky you. Big pro. There was a lot of hard work behind that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I am the one that makes sure the bills get paid. Mm, say that. You might have the money, but, you know. I'm just going to say thank you. You said it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to say yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Don't be, you know, you don't ever back down to no fight, so stop. I am now. You just started that, though. Like, baby, I, wasn't even, won, coming at, I wasn't even coming for you. Why are you yeah, coming at me like that? Yes, dear. Hey, Man, I, whatever, Chris. I know. He's, he's trying to make sure he gets some sloppy top. That's all. <laughs> he ain't <get> no sloppy <laughs> top yeah, after that. He's trying to smooth it out right now. He didn't even have to go there, though. He really didn't. Wow. Kind of like the one episode when you just start talking about moms. Oh, you want to talk? You want to talk about moms now? Why would you bring up that? Why would no, you bring we up? Oh, yeah. We, we Why would, would you love no, to talk just... about people's moms? I mean, <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I know we wouldn't. And <laughs> hey, let's get back to the topic. Yeah, because everybody loves their mom. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, huh? we all do. That's right. We yeah. are we are mothers, so mm-hmm. I would definitely appreciate the love I get from my kids. But anywho, um, so yeah, so um, those contractions that you feel, just be prepared. And what they gave me was like a 600 milligram Motrin, which did nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, medicine doesn't really work for me that well, so other people are different. You know, it may work for you. But just be prepared. Maybe you want to ask them to just go ahead and give you that you know, a few before you start to nurse, just this way, you know, it'll help lessen that. But no one ever told me about that pain, and it was excruciating. I didn't even know what to do. I had to stand up. I had to sit down. I went to the bathroom. I was just like, nothing is working. This is painful. What I thought was so cool, though, as painful as it was, when the doctor told me that's your body's way of communicating that the baby is out. Like, to me, that's really cool. It was like your body talking to itself, saying, okay, we need to tighten up, we need to contract. As painful as it was, I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing that it does that. It is. It's amazing how your uterus literally shrinks back down to the normal size after only six weeks when you've carried this baby for darn near 10 months. Unbelievable. Chris, you you looked absolutely confused when she said that, like when her body's talking to herself. Why did you look so confused? I didn't look confused. No, I I, guess the the reason why... Why are you picking on Chris? No, no, no. Stop it. I just wanted to know if we were thinking the same thing because you did look confused. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking like because you exactly what you said was you said that's a way of your body communicating with yourself, letting it know that the baby's out. Right. Was that verbatim almost? Yeah, it's 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 your body when you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. It's telling your uterus the baby is out. So to contract and go back to normal. That's what I thought. Yeah, it is. Isn't that. Is, yeah, when you breastfeed, it actually does help. It, it, it helps. It, I thought it helps the process. Yeah. It does. It helps your uterus to shrink back down like at a faster pace. Yeah. I hear that women who opt not to breastfeed 
um, it takes them a little takes longer. Them yeah. So, so yeah. But that's what we were told by our doctors is that it actually, when you breastfeed, it does encourage the uterus to shrink back down, which is why you get those contractions. Yeah. And then another thing they don't tell you is how hard it is to actually breastfeed uh, from the insertion, awful. how you have to like pick up the boob, you know, Mona, tilt the you nipple are a certain way. Right now. <laughs> well, you're no one's right. looking at her breast. <laughs> look, if I'm going to talk about it, I need to. I'm not, I'm not looking at her breast. Oh my god! And they're so big right now because I'm like pregnant. Oh um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're like huge. I'm not going to lie. They are. They're heavy. And they're, they're heavy. Oh, my God. They just like sit right on the top of my stomach. Like, <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. Why are you massaging them? Oh, my God. Them? I'm not massaging them. You need to be. <laughs> I will, but we got Allie and Hank in here. So what? Thank you. Like, <laughs> oh, you like people to watch? I appreciate the discussion. Hey, you wow. got to try new things every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> That's just dirty and sick. That's sick. But well, no, so, so they can't. <laughs> no, but all right. In all seriousness, because I don't want to waste too much Come time on. on us joking, because we will do this all day long. But they told me to sign up. You know, they had these classes. You know, they were like, you can come to the breastfeeding class and we'll teach you. And I'm just like, that's so stupid. Like, I'm not going to no breastfeeding class. Like, how hard is it? You just stick the titty in the mouth. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally thinking like that. The milk 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 milk. In the mouth. Yeah. So I'm like, that can't possibly be that hard until I started trying to mm-hmm. breastfeed my son. And it hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. It felt like he had teeth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing something right. So the lady, you know, encouraged me to go. I ended up going to the class. And, oh, my God, light years difference in how to breastfeed properly. And it didn't hurt anymore. I think that that's one of the best tips. First off, a lot of people go to breastfeeding classes while they're pregnant, which to me is such a waste of time. You need to go with the baby. So the lactation consultants that are there can really watch you breastfeed and tell you what to do. One of the best things I did was have a lactation consultant come to my house for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And it was just in my space, in the chair that, you know, the glider that I'm in with Sam. And she like watched me, showed me different positions. She grabbed your boob. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like... They just take it. They just They just Wait, can I tell you the most awkward part? (laughs) She goes to me, okay, now lay down on the bed and take your shirt off and let me... (laughs) (laughs) You sound like one of them late night movies. (laughs) And she showed me how to breastfeed Sam with him on like laying down and then she goes to my husband all right now you stand on the bed and take pictures of all the angles and then she was like and text them to me no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> ali secretly got that number <laughs> but she was like show your husband so then he can help you in the future or whatever but it was like so awkward now you know what's crazy that is when funny when <laughs> when the woman had the supposed to be child of mine, I've witnessed all she had to go through to breastfeed the uh, you know the baby, and she was literally holding this baby like a football. One time it was like that. Well, the, people yeah. can't see it, but it was like that, it's and then it was positions. like laying on a, the side, and, yep. and then I mean, but she would grab that 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 high and tight, yeah, high yeah. and tight. Oh, she would yeah. grab it, the pressure. Put it, That's how you like, hold the football. Bam, and but it was it crazy. Just, it hurts. I mean, yeah, yeah. pressure. Six, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then it got to a point where it was hurting her her nipple. Of course, and they had yeah. cream to put on. Oh, there's cream. Now, there's yeah. ice packs. Let there's, me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. This this worked for me. I in my two uh, deliveries with two infants, I have never had cracked or crusty nipples. And let me tell you how. Let me tell you how to avoid this. After I breastfed both my kids when they were done that session. <laughs> 
so funny. No, when you said cracked so... or crusty nipples, I'm just imagining <laughs> I that. I was just waiting for it's someone to go ahead and save the women from cracked and crusty I'm try- nipples. I'm trying to save them. It's funny, though. We're good. I'm trying to save because I had a, a picture real, of grandma. It's a real thing. I mean, it's no, a real it's thing. such a real thing. I and mean, what I would do is I would get a warm washcloth before, you know, all right, let me back up to as they're breastfeeding, once they're done. I would take one of the little baby washcloths with warm water and I would wipe out the baby's mouth mm-hmm. um, because you don't, you know how some babies have that really white tongue? It's well, like, I actually, my child, when, what is it called when you can get like a yeast infection right. in their mouth? In their mouth. Wow. Yeah, it's, um, he got it and then he almost gave it to me. Yep. It was horrible. And, yeah. it, and it'll get it onto your breath. And this is why I'm saying this. So what I would do is I will always wipe his mouth out. Um, you know, even if he fell asleep, I'm just wiping his little mouth. And then I would take the washcloth and I would wipe off my nipple and I would put coconut oil on my nipple. Uh, Y'all know okay. I'm a big fan of coconut oil. But coconut. let me tell you, coconut oil prevents, it, it's it's an antifungal. So it's going to prevent yeast okay. buildup and all of that. Um, so I put the coconut oil on and then if they ever felt dry at all, I put more coconut oil. Um, but then before I would uh, nurse, I would take a warm washcloth, I would wipe it off and then I would nurse, and then I would just keep that same routine. I've never had any issues. I've heard of um, the the women who get the infection. Oh, I had to get, God. like, prescription cream. It was oh, gosh. nine months of just, it was hard. And I will say that, like, you, before the baby, you're like, oh, I'm just going to breastfeed for a year. And that's just such an unrealistic expectation for yourself where I feel like it's mentally better for you to set smaller goals like Mm -hmm. let me just get through this day let me just get through this feeding and see how long you can do it and power to you I mean yeah I'm happy I made it to nine months um and there was no disappoint like I wasn't disappointed in myself I didn't make it a full year I was like wow I'm proud of myself that I did it but man you feel like a human cow with my son I made it to six months with him and I like I've always been saying every episode he is so obsessed with boobs he loves (laughs) boobs he did not want to stop breastfeeding although he weaned off very well I was surprised at how well he weaned off I did it in stages I made up a song to replace the soothing he felt from breastfeeding so I would start singing the song to him in place of that breastfeeding session um, and, and now even to this day, he's five and my daughter's, uh, she'll be three. Um, she's, yeah, she's three next week. Um, but even to this day, if I sing that song to put them to sleep, they knock right out. They love it. Guess who's sleepy? Guess, Guess who's, who's sleepy? Christopher, Christopher. Melani. Time to go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. So and they'll literally That's sing it with so me now, cute. and then they'll they'll doze off. You like know they, the crazy part is, I sung the same song to my could have been child. You jacked my, my could have been child. I did. <laughs> I made that. And this is the crazy part. My babies. I used <laughs> your baby's names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I caught on so after bad. like the first time. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> 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 gotta love Hank. Yeah, gotta yeah, love Hank. But yeah, so I think breastfeeding is a huge you know, thing that they just don't tell you about. Nobody says how hard it is. And it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids. You have to make sure you're eating properly so you can produce that milk. Then they have the mother teas that you can drink that'll help with milk production. I've actually heard that the cookies and the teas are a waste and it's better to just do like the supplements that have all of it in like one full dose, like a vitamin almost of it. Oh, okay. As opposed to like this. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I remember I just started taking like milk plus vitamins and I would wake up like totally engorged basically. Wow. <laughs> but wow. And I feel like they also don't tell you how much you need to prepare and pump. Like oh, you Lord. need to pump 
a lot because like let's say you get sick yep. your supply drops so much that you need to be prepared if you so you have no, stuff that makes sense. and yeah. it's crazy because they actually encourage you to breastfeed when you're sick because you're producing these extra antibodies yep. your immune system is kicking into overdrive so that's like the good milk you mm-hmm. know so um but yeah one thing that i would do before i started breastfeeding like if i knew it was almost time to to feed the baby i would get one of those heating pad things that you can put in the microwave and i would sit them across my breasts and it would like it would help the milk let down. That makes so much sense because yeah. when you take a shower, you're like the milk. Come, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Allie be in the shower screwing the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. But yeah, so oh, that, that warm heat visual. will help you to let that down, so and that sense. milk comes, you know, pouring out. So, um, so yeah, so. I hope we covered all of the booby talk because that's so huge. That I feel like, honestly, the best advice we probably said is see a lactation consultant yeah. outside of the hospital. Yeah. And, um, and it's amazing how, how much you're uh, not afraid to be exposed in front of people after having a child. I mean, after you have your legs wide open in front of a room full of doctors and nurses, you can pull a boob out. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's so not a big deal. Yeah. I have no shame anymore. Nope. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, another thing that I noticed was how isolated I was from friends and family. You know, it's like your whole social life changes. And... It's hard for the friends who don't have kids. They can't really fully understand why you aren't around. You know, yeah. it's like they get it, but they don't get it. I feel like everybody always rushes over, you know, that first week you're home, they're bringing over casseroles and this and that, and they're coming to visit. And it's but, like, uh, no, yeah. don't come over here. I know. And even after that, it's just kind of, it's quiet. And nobody, and you're, and you're really alone. Yeah. Well, I had Christopher... In the wintertime, and it was flu season. Me too. So yeah. our house was yeah. like Fort Knox. We did not let anyone That's come right. over. Um, we just had our immediate family. Chris's parents were there. Both my parents, my sister, my brother, um, they were all in town, and that was it. Oh, I wouldn't let anybody touch um, Sam unless it was like immediate family that I made go get like the flu shot and stuff. Like wow. I just was wash their paranoid. hands every time. Yeah, oh, every Chris single time. Went to Sam's and brought huge tubs of hand sanitizer and he had them literally in every corner of the house (laughs) he was not playing (laughs) yeah so it was like you know for the family that was there it's like um did you wash your hands Mm -hmm. you know let me see yeah yeah and then also using the baby's uh burp cloth or the um receiving blanket Mm -hmm. don't put the baby up against your clothes you know like because you can have perfumes and different Mm -hmm. scents that can irritate the baby's skin um, so that was, you know, huge for us. It's like always make sure the baby, you know, is laying up against their own, you know, freshly washed receiving blanket. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think another thing that was huge for me was not working out, not rushing that six weeks when the doctor says you need to like really chill and stay off of your feet. Um, I'm a person who's always been a busybody, And that was probably the hardest part for me. But he said something to me that this uh, guy I went to, he's an acupuncturist. He said to me and my husband, he said, even when you feel like you can do everything and your body feels good, he says those six weeks will determine how fast you age later on. He said, because your body has literally experienced trauma that is just like unbelievable. He said, you have to stay off your feet. Let your body completely heal, he said, because it's, sometimes it's harder to let things heal when you can't see the physical bruise. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, I'm feeling good. I feel good. I, I can get up and I can do. And he's like, no. He was like, listen, stay off your feet. Let people cater to you. Enjoy those six weeks. 
after you get your doctor checkup and he says everything's good, then you can start gradually, you know, working out again and doing things. He was like, but take your time, he said, because it will age you. He said, you see some women walking around and, you know, they're they're young and they've had like two or three kids and they look wore out. And he said it, it physically will age you. Your body can't fully heal. So he said, don't do too much. It's kind of crazy because I was in a position where I wanted to help out. But this person, to some kind of extent, didn't want my help as much. Well, as, probably because she knew you wasn't a baby daddy. Yeah, that's probably, <laughs> you know what's crazy? She didn't want you to get attached, yeah. probably. That's yeah. right. She believe, knew that was going to yeah. come Listen, for you. believe you me, attachment was not a problem with me. It <laughs> really wasn't. But like I was trying to say, it was kind of crazy how she wouldn't allow most of the help that I was trying to give. I mean, she just didn't want to receive it. It's kind of mm. funny. but Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um... <laughs> another thing like literally we're going to be going down the list today i literally have a list in front of me but ali had a great suggestion <laughs> because a lot of people have so many items so many toys so many clothes you have all of these things that you're literally wasting money on the baby and, registry yeah yeah and and you don't even know what your baby's going to like you don't know. You you haven't even met the baby yet. I know. I you know? wish somebody said that to me because I feel like we've all been there where we spend so much money on um, a swing or these like fancy kind of bottles that we really want to use because they look cool and they're whatever. But then when you meet your baby, you find out they hate that swing. They yep. really like this swing that your friend has or yeah. they hate that kind of bottle. They hate the nipple of that one. So yeah. you waste all this money that to me, I almost think next time around I would have a baby shower after I meet the baby, maybe like, you know, hey. you don't really need anything in, in the beginning, right? You just you need really the don't. bare essentials. Yeah. Was it, isn't it a good idea to go ahead and have the stuff and be prepared in advance? Just leave a receipt well, on it. Well, it's it such a pain. Oh my, it, I hate returning is. stuff. Returning. When you're a new mom too. Yeah, like, but what if you're underprepared and now the baby's sitting there crying because you don't have anything? What do you have the basics? You have the basics. Know. The yeah. basics are diapers, wipes, burp mm-hmm. cloths, bottles, swaddles, mm-hmm. um, receiving blankets, um, your baby monitor. All that other stuff. And I would say a pajamas. boppy pillow because really yeah. you just put the baby in the boppy and, and you're fine. The first two Yeah, because how much is the baby going to really do? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I get you. You yeah. have time. You have time to go out and purchase more things or order things online, you know, mm-hmm. the, the way society is now. I mean, you literally can be sitting there and you're like, okay, I think it's time for me to try this out for my baby and you can order it. Right. Um, I just feel like we do waste so much money, so many cute little outfits that they can't even wear. Mm. They'll grow out too fast yeah. and you forget about them. Um, and or on a newborn, be- like, I'm sorry, but the outfits yeah. don't even look, just put them in a onesie. Like all those fancy <laughs> schmancy outfits on like a blob does not look cute. Like and just swaddle wait them until, up. Just Messy. swaddle them yes. up. Right. Yes. And then you can have like that one outfit if you're preparing to like take the baby to church for the first time. Right. Of course. Look yeah. cute. You know, or if you have people coming over to visit and they've gotten a little bigger and you're like, all right, I want them to look really fly when I have family come over. But it, it, you, most of the time you're going to be in the house, especially that first uh, two months. I, and like I will say, yeah, somebody uh, gave me great advice. They said, don't buy pajamas that snap because they are such a pain. Oh, my buy God. Buy pajamas that zip. Yes. Just everything zip. The zipper is so much easier. It is because all that snapping when it's when, uneven. Where does it go? I just sometimes they're, they're, <laughs> sometimes they, they've, they're knocked out sleeping because they just had a great bottle. But you're like, darn, I don't want them to sleep and I haven't changed their diaper. You know, because sometimes you, you get thrown off with your, with your you know routine and it's like, oh, I need to change their diaper. Now you got to unsnap all of these, pull their little legs out 
And then it's like now they're cold and they're moving around and their nap is being ruined because you didn't think to have something that zips. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or the gowns. The gowns were my favorite. Oh, the gowns are amazing. Right I love them. Oh, yeah. my God. That was so much easier because it was just so accessible right to the diaper. And then you just throw it back on top and they're knocked out. And also, I like those swaddle blankets that you can just put them in. It's like a sack. Mm, Yeah, the sleep sacks. Yeah, the sleep sacks were amazing. So, And then you'll see, once the baby comes, what they like and what they prefer. My son loved being swaddled. He had to be swaddled. Same with Sam. Those arms were jumping like crabs. Like how crabs be like this. (laughs) That was his arms all day long. So he would wake himself up. He had to be swaddled, and he loved it. I have pictures of him in the bed, him and Chris both knocked out, taking a nap. And uh, this We're one both picture, Chris, <laughs> Chris looked like he was swallowed. I didn't even notice it. I sent the picture to my parents. I might have to post this if you if you don't mind, Chris, on notforlazymoms.com. But this picture is so cute. My mom was like, I'm just like, you know, sending her a picture. And I'm like, look how cute they are. They're taking a nap together. My mom was like, oh, wow. It looks like you have both of them swaddled. Because <laughs> Chris had his arms down like this and so was Christopher. It was so funny but it's those cute little moments but milani miss independent diva she's a little control freak just like me um she hated being confined and constrained she hated being really she absolutely hated it it. so thank god we didn't know the sex of either of our children so we had everything neutral so everything that i had from christopher i used for milani i didn't have to buy anything like literally same car seat same crib Everything like I, I kept it, you know, in a nice bag and tucked away and washed and clean. And she did not need the swaddles at all. She hated them. So um, she just had to have her arms out and accessible. So it's like, you know, you, you have to get to know the child and know what they like. Um, he hated the uh, the, the newborn um, sleep sack that I had for him. It's like a, a hanging hammock style and I, I was like oh my god this is so cute i spent a bunch of money on it he hated it milani loved it so i was That's like oh good funny. at least i get good use out of yeah. it yeah yeah so they like different things and you'll kind of get to know like does your child like to be sleeping on their side or on their back or in their stomach like you'll figure it out you know as you go along so baby showers after you meet baby i like to call it a a, a sip and see oh yeah people yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i've heard of that hey do it do it um i definitely got a lot of gifts for when christopher was uh blessed when we did the, the blessing at church and he was christened um, so that was nice. But but yeah, it, there's different ways you can do it, especially if you're trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what else? We talked about staying off your feet. Um, one thing is that for me, I'm a planner and I thought that I had this thing figured out <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to have this schedule and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Please. Those first few months, that baby is on their own time Mm -hmm. and therefore you're on their time. Yep. So it is very hard to try to have a plan because they switch it completely. So what I say is take your time in getting to know your baby. Enjoy that time. Let them tell you and show you who they are versus you trying to put them on your schedule. Mm -hmm. It's really no rush. Yeah. There's no rush. They're going to tell you. They're going to tell you. Follow their lead in the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm yeah, sorry. I keep burping. I worked out earlier, and it's like <laughs> this is obnoxious. <laughs> I was going to say back something. Back to the old days, I literally too. I keep dodging the mic so I can belch. You just call her, oh wait a minute! Did you just call? Did you just call me Shrek? He, she just he just wait, called her like an ogre. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> what was the Theoma? 
An ogre. Wow. Anywho. Oh, oh, you said the name. Fiona. 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 <laughs> My kids love Shrek. <laughs> they watch that movie all the time. Um, right. So, yeah. So, in other words, throw those expectations out the window and just relax. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up. I am so against waking up a sleeping baby. I would not do it. Like, I would much rather them show me their schedule and then I figure out my life based off of that, at least for the first, you know, six to eight months and then take it from there. But um, most babies, you're able to start scheduling them when they're more consistent. It's around like four or five months. Yeah. Depends on the child. But honestly, that's when like the sleep progression happens. And so it's just it's so inconsistent. Like that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. You just have to be prepared for the unexpected. Um, because my son, he was so large. He came out like he was already two months old. He was an infant. He was like a newborn for nine days. After the and then ninth after day, that, he was he was wide up. He was he was darn near trying to sit up like it was crazy. And one of my friends, one of my good friends that um, lives in, in New Jersey, Trenere, um, she had her daughter before I had Christopher. And she came to visit when he was three weeks old and she's expecting him to act like a newborn. And she's just like, oh, my God. She said, I feel so bad for you. And I was like, why? She said, you haven't been able to experience what having a newborn's like. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, like, she's like, my daughter was still sleeping and acting like a newborn for like two months. And I was like, really? I'm thinking it's normal. Right. And then when I had Milani, Milani was out for two months. I mean, it was amazing. She, she just left. She was an infant all the way. I mean, she was the newborn to the T, you know, so I didn't know. So it's like being prepared for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Your baby is not going to be like everybody else's. That's for Good sure. Good advice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one thing that Ali had pulled up was uh, how little they eat in the very beginning. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times um, women get so nervous when they see their baby dropping weight that they want to switch to formula um, because it takes a little bit for your milk to come in. But also your baby doesn't need a lot of milk in the beginning. On the first day, the baby's belly is the size of a cherry. So that's only one teaspoon, one teaspoon. Um, Day three, size of a walnut, which is one ounce. Um, and after a week or after two weeks, it's a size of an egg. So it's just it's so small yeah. that you think that your baby needs all this food and all this milk. But it really doesn't. Yeah. And and, and don't be afraid. Oh, my God. The weight drop. They, I, I was not warned about that. Yeah. Um, so when you first have the baby, they come out and, you know, nine pounds, 13 ounces, you know, 22 inches long. That was my son. Um, but then. After a few days, his weight dropped. When like, you go to the doctor and they weigh, you're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Is everything OK? And it's it's scary. I it thought scary. I did something wrong. Like, I literally was like beating myself you up. You feel like a failure. Yes. Because yes. mm-hmm. you remember, remember how bad I felt. Mm-hmm. And um, and oh, I didn't know what to do. I was so no one told me. So after the doctor they should say that at the hospital, like, hey, should. don't be alarmed by this. They really should say that about a lot of things. So yeah. it's good we're doing this. But yeah, yeah, because that that totally. I mean, when I tell you that scared me more than anything else, it was just like, oh my god, I'm already a bad mom. No. <laughs> you know, I was. There's like, a lot of things they don't tell you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Um, uh, and also even with with diapers. Um, so obviously my son was huge. Um, so he didn't do, he didn't, he skipped right over newborn diapers. He went to size one. So it's, it, I would suggest in the very beginning, you know, get a pack of newborn diapers and have that handy, but you may want to also have the next size. So one of the things that I would love to do, I always tried to plan in advance. So if I would, I would have a box of each size, like up to number three, just oh, in smart. case, yeah. 
you know, just and you'll in the use closet. them eventually. Exactly. Eventually you use them and whatever you don't use, you can give away, um, you know, as they grow and they get out of those sizes. But um, but yeah, so I didn't have many newborn. Um, I didn't have use for newborn and I only actually had one small pack of newborn diapers. But- I, I had none. I mean, I didn't. I was just like, I, I don't know. Everybody I talked to was like, oh, you just, you know, buy the three to six months. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Di- right. Buy size one diapers. And they were huge on him. And I didn't have any clothes that fit him. Wow. Um, because of that. Yep. I, I remember as big as Christopher was, everyone told me, oh, buying newborn clothes is a waste. Newborn size is small. Don't do it. Christopher needed the newborn size. He needed it for at least a, a, at least a week. So yeah. So he needed something yeah. to wear. In those three to six months, um, even the zero to three months, they were too big for him. By the way, just some advice, like seriously, take the diapers from the hospital. Bring an empty <laughs> duffel bag and load up on newborn diapers, on the ice packs for yourself, on the yeah. diapers for yourself, on the mesh underwear, all of it. Yeah, the mesh underwear were bomb. Oh my gosh. Love Holly's those. a thief. I love it. <laughs> Bring that extra duffel bag. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, for those who have little boys, I don't, Allie, I don't know if you went through this. Um, did you get your son circumcised? Yes, we had a breast at our house. Yeah. Oh, you did? You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, we did. I was at the hospital. What they did not tell us, mm. after he was circumcised, you know, they put the little Vaseline on, and they'll tell you to reapply. Yeah. They did not tell us to retract the penis. Uh, yeah, because it can grow back. Yes, The skin we went will that. grow over, and luckily, Chris caught it. Did you have to get it done again? No. Thank God. So let me tell it's you. It's a small procedure. Yeah, so it wasn't even a procedure. It was more like we took him to a doctor uh. checkup with me. To my actual OBGYN, not even the pedi- the pediatrician. Um, Chris noticed it, and he was like, his penis doesn't look as big as it did when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the so, baby got to have a big wanker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he was like, something isn't right in me. I don't know. This is, you know, I'm just like, oh, no, it's fine. And he was like, no, something isn't right. So we take him to my doctor, and he looked at it, and he was like, oh. He said, you have to make sure you retract it every time That's and right. then put more... Vaseline and they never told us that. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell. Uh, so if they did, we didn't hear it. They didn't but tell us. I don't quite remember. Also, them how much us. do you really absorb? Like, I wish they sent you home like the list of everything a they pamphlet. told you when you were just like yes. freaked out by the you fact that you had a baby. I think not for lazy moms needs to do that. Yeah, Maybe we should make a list and we'll have it available on the west. On you can the print it out and bring it with you to yes. the hospital, so you can almost check off every time they tell you something, and then yep. you can bring it home. Yes, yeah. yes. So when we took our baby back, you know, we had to get this small procedure done, and literally, I'm cringing. It watching. wasn't really a procedure. He it was a plucking. He literally took a little um, surgical, like like it wasn't even a knife. It was like a little like surgical a pick, tool, kind of like a pick. And like. he he retracted it back, and he just went around the head of his penis, oh, and all oh of a sudden, God. his penis <laughs> popped out. <gasps> Like, there it was. Gotta make sure he gets <laughs> yeah. the full potential on. Yeah, when he grows up, yeah. You know? And he said, "What happened was, if you don't make sure that's retracted, he said every time you change the diaper, mm-hmm. retract his penis. Yeah, put some Vaseline on it and just retract it, moving around. Don't play with it. You know, just retract it a little bit and then put his diaper back on. So we were doing that like religiously after that, and he didn't have any. <laughs> no, that's good advice. And the doctor told us yeah. he said he's so young right now, he really can't feel it as much as you think he can when right. he actually." Did a little deal to you know? Fix yeah, because he didn't even cry. Like, and it bled a little bit. Too. He did a little bit. He fussed a little bit. He did. Yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. you know my my son G. He, he's strong. I'm like, <laughs> he didn't cry. Hey, I don't care how big a G you are when you getting that dealt with like that. <laughs> no. yeah, he can make you cry. 
Yeah, my poor baby. So yeah, um, so yeah, he 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 got circumcised and everything, but we weren't told that. And then I had other friends who had sons after me who had the same concerns. And I would tell them straight off the back, if you're getting them circumcised, make sure you retract that thing and put some uh, Vaseline around it every time. Every (laughs) time. Every time. I remember I was like so paranoid. I'm like, I don't know how to like wipe this thing. I'm just not used to it. And the nurse was like, just treat it like it's a little finger. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh my God. Um, So, one thing I wanted to also mention, how often did you submerge your baby in water and how soon? Because for me, I think I, I, I started at the time that they tell you you can give them their first bath. Which mm-hmm. was Isn't like, that when the belly button is dried out? Or yeah, once the once the, the, um, the imbibical cord oh, fully. Imbib- you know, my the, husband pulled that off the yeah, first the, day accidentally. He pulled it off? <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, we the first the first hour we got home. The baby pulled it off. No, no my husband oh, pulled wow. it off. I was freaking out. I, oh I called the doctor. Gosh. I'm like, "There's blood everywhere! Like oh it's a God. crime scene!" Oh. And my husband picks up the phone. Oh. And he goes, "Hi, doctor. I'm sorry. There's like three droplets of blood. <laughs> the baby seems fine. <laughs> they said it was okay, but I'm always I'm like, yeah. But anyway, oh sorry. God. Um, the bath, yeah." So, yeah, so after <laughs> after that falls out, then they say you can, like, give them their first bath. Um, I think I was putting him in water too much, and his skin started drying out. So mm. um, after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him, like, fully submerged baths, like, maybe, like, once a week for the first, you know, a few weeks after that thing falls out. Um, but then after that, I would do, like, little wash-ups. And, and, and even his pediatrician told me, um, he said— I mean, how dirty is a baby really getting? Right. <laughs> See, he was like, he's not out working out and sweating. Of he said, so you don't have to. He was like, because you don't want his skin to dry out so much. Then he gets those dry patches and, you know, eczema and all that type of stuff. So he was like, you don't have to fully submerge him every single night. Like, Yeah, that's you can get much. a washcloth and wipe him down. I, yep. My uh, doctor was like, if you bathe every night, your baby should be bathing every night. So we were doing that, and then I noticed that his skin was starting to get dry. Oh, God. Um, so that's when we stopped doing the, like, full-on baths. But a lot of times also, like, now Sam showers every night. It's just, like, a part of our nightly routine. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like different. it calms them. Yeah, showers, showers are, different are different than being in a tub full of water and you're yeah. sitting there, too. You're so, right. So, yeah, but um, another thing that was really um, important, too, is... Wiping under the baby's neck. Yes, that's you a good one. You gotta lift oh, up those rolls. Milk can yes. get in there. And you gotta. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Hank actually. Yes. Um, he yes. witnessed this. Mm-hmm. He witnessed me constantly after they ate. I'm lifting up them little rolls. Mm-hmm. I will wipe underneath with a warm washcloth, and then I will put my favorite. Can you guess? Coconut, coconut oil, oil. <laughs> <laughs> and it prevents no, having seriously. that yeast build up in those oh. rolls. There's so, nothing like picking a child up and you smell that. Oh my god. Oh yeah. What? I know. What in the yeah. world? That's the pretty, sour. Oh, I hate that. Smell. It's pretty it's awful. Terrible. Yeah, that's that's pretty awful. Yeah, really so if somebody else have a baby and their baby smell like that, I'm not picking a baby up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like I cannot pick I'll up a smile baby that from smells. Here. I, I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like yeah. I will literally give the baby back to mommy. Like, oh, you're so cute. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'll like breathe like a thousand times in a different direction. That's so mean, but it's so true. Please <laughs> make sure your baby don't stink. And don't be handing me no babies that smell. And also make sure you're not wearing those sour milk clothes out. You know what I mean? Because like I I noticed a couple times as I was leaving the house, like, oh, there's spit up here and it smells like old breast milk, which smells disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's funny because Chris always calls me over the top. I 
will have like I have like a thousand bibs, you know, and I got the the bibs that have the little neck roll, which I love because it prevents milk from getting, you oh, know, on their neck. It has like this little rib. So you put it on and it has like an extra little layer there and it literally will help prevent the, the milk going into their neck. Um, but I will have a thousand bibs and I will change that thing mm-hmm. every five minutes if I need to. Like I was, especially when they start teething and stuff, mm-hmm. I would buy little cute polo bibs and Burberry bibs and <laughs> I don't care. I'll make sure they're real stylish, but my baby's going to have a bib on while they're drooling because that also leads to the yeast buildup. Yes, they start that's drooling so true. And, you know, they're that's teething right. and things. Um, but I... I would change my kids constantly. Mm-hmm. Like they were always in fresh clothes or in a fre- or had a fresh bib. Um, if they threw up, I'm I'm changing them right away. Mm-hmm. I'm wiping out their mouth. Oh, I can't stand when you can smell that the baby has like vomited. Yeah, <laughs> and then clearly the parent didn't clean their mouth out. Yeah, and it's just not good for their gums. It's mm-hmm. like you gotta you gotta make sure that mouth is clean. Poor things. It's just like ask yourself: Would you want to sit? In that, or have throw up and not clean out your right. mouth. That's you gotta true. brush your teeth after just, you just throw ask, up. Would you uh-huh. want to be like that? Right. Yeah, you know I mean? my kids will have a fresh, clean, you know, bib or, or or clothes if they throw up on themselves to that extent, and they will definitely have a fresh diaper. Like I do not play about them diaper changes. Would you want to sit in a diaper? Yeah, no, like yeah. for real. Yeah. Well, sometimes. I can't, no, <laughs> I can't. Oh, stop. In the beginning, I'm checking diapers. Like, <laughs> like every every two to three hours, I'm checking a diaper. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like if they poop, it's coming off right away. I can't a baby stand will not seeing sit a kid poop. walking around with a diaper three times the size it is. <laughs> oh, like a sack of potatoes just, in there. Just playing around. I'm like, look uh, at this it's diaper. Ridiculous. I know. This diaper knocking his knees. Man, well, take they, that thing can, off. And then they can get, whether it's a girl or a boy, they can get a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so yeah, that moisture and stuff. And then if it's poop, oh my God, no. Can't deal with that. Um, but, yeah, I love what you said, Allie, earlier. Oh, yeah. So um, my therapist said this, actually, to me. Mm-hmm. So postpartum, first off, I like if you have any feeling that you should be seeing a therapist, you should. Um, personally, for me, like it worked out amazing. But so my therapist said to me, the most consistent thing about the first year is that it's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that almost felt like a weight off my shoulders where I was like, yeah. Okay, so yeah, okay, it's this is normal that every day is not normal and completely different. Yeah. And it just made me feel better about it. Yep. And they go through these growth spurts and everything changes like every few months. It's like you have to start all over again with Mm -hmm. with coming up with some sort of routine because now their needs have changed. Oh, yeah. I remember someone said to me, like, once you get to know your baby, they change again and they go through a different milestone and they get to. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's so true. It's so true. So, yeah. Sounds um, like marriage. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. the same. Yeah. So it's like, you know, just being okay with that, being mm-hmm. okay with that. Um, sometimes it's impossible to establish a routine very early on, um, but eventually you'll start to see that they have certain habits that are repetitive and you can come up with some type of schedule for yourself. Um, so, yeah, um, outside of, you know, everything else that, that we've been told, um, definitely when it comes to the sleep issue, that can spill off into so many other things. So it's like do whatever you can. If you if you have family nearby that you trust that can help you um, with your baby, you know, or if your husband is home and he says, look, go get out the house, like go to the spa, go relax, go do something, go to the park and read a book. You know, don't feel so attached that you can't take care of yourself and make sure you get some good quality sleep because Sleep deprivation, can which just leads to so that, many other things. Um, and this is for the single parents, um, mothers that really can't depend on anybody. When your baby sleeps, get some sleep. 
I swear, I've been telling this girl when she had this baby. No, I hate that advice. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It actually no, makes my no, skin crawl. No, no. <laughs> I want to hear this guy. No, here. Thank you, Chris. We'll I hear you hear out. Because we I'm, don't agree. No, we don't have to agree. <laughs> we both I, looked at each but, other no, no, like. No, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm talking about if you don't have nothing to do, and you're always complaining about sleeping. Get some sleep while the baby sleep. Don't okay. be up watching TV. Don't be up talking there on the phone. There are a couple factors with that. I'm a, mm-hmm. the baby is inconsistent. So first off, is it going to take you one second to fall asleep? Because, I mean, for me personally, like I can't just fall asleep when someone says fall asleep. But also the baby could be napping five minutes or maybe two hours, but you can't turn your mind off or you're like, yes. I have laundry to do. Oh, I need to cook. I need to but do this. But you know what's crazy. No, but I, I got his point, though. You, you don't. Re- all right. Maybe maybe I used the wrong terminology. Rest, relax, chill. If the baby is resting. Rest with the baby. Don't Whatever run that your, means. Don't run your mouth on the phone. That's what he's saying. Don't, All okay. that extra okay. added stuff. You go and try to relax yourself. Right. If you have to do the dishes, it, exactly. And, you know, laundry. That Sometimes stuff that's mandatory. That can wait. I mean, well, no, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about the extra. So you're stuff. saying be social. Don't be social. Not necessarily. So don't be social. In the house. Don't no. You already don't see your friends and family. It's like now this. you can't get on the if, phone. If you're in, you can't the, do social media. No, be I'm alone. Not saying that. Oh, see, you know what? Enjoy the alone. No. no stuff that has to get done. You have to do it. Yes. I understand that. Yes. But all of the extra little added stuff, and I understand you want to have fun, but then to the person that's complaining about no you. rest. Thank you. Don't get some rest when you absolutely your, can. Understand. Exactly. I, I will say I it's easier said than done. Yes, no, it's because not. It's easy to get off your feet and relax, turn that phone off. Yeah, turn because it Instagram is so important at this moment. And sometimes that's napping. what you want to feel normal because well, you've been right. doing poopy diapers all day. Then don't complain about the sleep then. Sorry. Don't complain about the sleep then. If you have opportunities to rest and you choose not to do it. No. Because that's irritating. I don't I don't agree with that because at the end of the day, sometimes when people you, are venting because they feel so overwhelmed with all of the pressure of being a new mom and then not getting the sleep that they're accustomed to you at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, my adrenaline's pumping. I'm getting stuff done because the baby falls asleep doesn't mean that I'm tired at that moment. My body yes. is tired and my body is exhausted. But sometimes during those hours, I can't physically fall asleep. And then I'm, and then sometimes I'm afraid that I'll fall asleep if I'm home by myself with I'm an infant get up. <laughs> that I won't hear them when they start crying. And now, you know, they're up and I'm knocked out. Well, for the you single, yep. for the sick, wait a minute. I know how y'all just want to agree with everything. For the single parent, you're always going to have that problem. You're going to fall asleep eventually anyway. At so, night, but the baby normally the sleeps longer I'm just in the saying, evening. I'm saying in general, if your baby is not hooked on a schedule and not sleeping for these long stretches. This baby might wake up in the middle of the night and you're still going to be sleeping. Right. And that's the whole point is that when you're a new mom, your adrenaline is constantly pumping. You wake up to you typically wake up to every little sound. This is true. You 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 can go Mm -hmm. months without getting real rest. This is true. So if you're complaining about being tired, that's a real thing. It's not don't complain about it. Just go get some rest. It's not that easy. But I'm saying you you have the opportunity. To relax. Maybe I shouldn't have said Hey, let me sleep. just, let me, let me save you here. Go ahead. This is one of those situations where they want to vent and they don't want a yes. solution. So all you need to do is just get your third ear on and listen to them vent. And it's not so much that we don't want a solution. If someone comes over and says, hey, go ahead and take a nap. But this is I'll watch said, the baby and I'll keep the baby. Parent. Right. But single parents still have other help that they can rely on, like grands or aunts and uncles but or cousins. But what happened to the, the small few that don't have that? I'm I sure know, I, I'm I sure know people that goes through it. I mean, I, it's not that big of a crowd, but those 
those people count too. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure they have some type of help they can call on to help them with the baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure. There are sure. also so like many like single mom groups where they can get together exactly. and support each they other. You'll club. be surprised yeah. how many people are by themselves in that situation. Just have, just do like our grandmamas, have 12 babies and then let the older babies take care of the young babies. Exactly, yeah. put them oh all in God. one of those playpen things. <laughs> my whole point is, I don't want any mother who has a new child to feel bad for complaining or venting about being right. tired because it's a real thing. And sometimes you are so exhausted because it's been two or three months since you had an eight-hour stretch of sleep that you are tired, but at moments during the day, you can't just take a nap. Right. You can't let your body rest because there's so many other things you get you need to get done. And if you are a single mom, now you're doing everything. You're doing the whole load of, of managing the whole house. You're making sure bills are getting paid. You're making sure laundry's done, the house is clean, the toys are cleaned off, or whatever else needs to be done. So there's, and you have a ton of laundry when you have a newborn. Tons of laundry. Like, mm-hmm. that was the most I've ever done laundry in my and entire life. And folding those little clothes is so oh annoying. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and I would iron mines. And then of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. I'd roll mine up in a ball and I'd be like, here. They're going to mess it up anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's oh going to be a blowout in five minutes. Right. So it's fine. She really would iron those clothes. Man. I did. <laughs> well, is there anything that you would do differently after being a first-time mom, going into having another is there anything that stands out that you're like, oh, I'm definitely not going to do that with my second? I really had, I mean, and I could, this is probably for another show, but I, I did have postpartum anxiety and depression. And my anxiety was I couldn't leave Sam. Like, I, I really couldn't. I didn't trust anybody with him. So next time around, and especially since, like, People who meet me are like, my God, you're such like a chill mom. I can't believe that you are actually like obsessive like that. So, <laughs> but I was. And I think being on the other side of it the next time around, I won't be so hard on myself. I won't put so much pressure on myself to be there for every specific thing. You know, that it's okay when my in-laws come over and do something differently or my husband does something different. Like it's, right. it's okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think that not being so hard on myself would be the advice I would give. Okay. What about I think you? For me, definitely, um, when Christopher, I mean, every bit, every time he had a slight fever, <laughs> I was rushing to the ER, <laughs> like every single time. And I think now, even after having Milani, I can say that that was something that I did not do anymore. I realized that fevers aren't something to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. They're just letting you know that something is attacking the system. Once you figure out what's attacking the system, now you can do different things to treat. Um, and boost the immune system. And fevers are actually great. It's it's your body's way of letting you know that your body's doing its job, you know. And when you have a fever, it's because it's killing something that is invading your body. So I would take my kid to the doctor to find out what exactly it was, whether it was ear infection or sinus infection or whatever. And once I can pinpoint what was causing the fever, that made me feel a lot better because now I can treat it with my essential oils <laughs> and do whatever I need to do. So I would use rosemary and coconut oil or olive oil. And uh, if it was a sinus infection, I would rub that around their nose, make sure it's diluted properly. And I would rub that around their nasal passage, um, like literally every 20 minutes for the first hour, twice the second hour, and then every hour after that. And next thing I know, the fever is calming. If they ever got to a point where their fever is so high and they're totally uncomfortable, they're not eating, they're not having wet diapers or they're not going potty. um, At that point, 
I definitely make sure I give them some type of Tylenol or Motrin. Mm -hmm. So I'm not one of those moms that's like, I have to do everything natural and I can't use. No, I'm going to use whatever I need to do to make my child happy and comfortable. But as long as if they do have a fever and they're still playing and they're um, still using the bathroom, they're still eating, they're still drinking plenty yes, of that's water. Important then too, yeah. I'm going to let them let their body do what it's supposed to do. And most times they would push right on through the fever would break and then they're good. So, you know, something to add to the fever of what I wish someone told me was that they anything between 97 and 100.3 degrees mm -hmm. is not considered a fever. Right. So when Sam would have like 99 or 100, I would freak me out. Too. And and yep. then my doctor told me, like, that's actually like not a fever. Right. So once it gets to like 103. Yeah. I've been at those times where Christopher, he had really bad sinus infections, which is how I really was introduced to essential oils. Um, and, and he would get to like 103, 103.8 and it would be scary. But. You know, we, we learned over time that, you know, we know how to manage the fevers mm -hmm. now. We know what to do and, and we know what signs to look for if he's, you know, not doing well, if he's not wetting or, or anything like that. So, so yeah. What about you, Chris? Um, I think that um, just to, you know, be more supportive as a husband, um, you know, I think when we had Christopher, I pretty much was on top of everything. Um. Once we had Milani, I kind of got relaxed and I didn't help you out. So I regret that and apologize. So Yeah, I was like, where the baby peppy? <laughs> yeah, I, was a, I, was a, I was a deadbeat dad for a bit. No, you weren't Aww. a deadbeat. He just no, wasn't I was, helping me at night. I, I, I wasn't helping her at night. And, um, you know, I got really relaxed and I was sleeping and then, you know, didn't really understand how much of a toll it was taking on you. So definitely from here on out. Um, even when we get to the eighth baby, I'm gonna make sure. What? Whoa, that's news. No, when we get to the eighth baby, <laughs> we'll probably shut it down after that. No, I'll make whatever. sure that I, I stay on top of things one, and give. Hold on, what are you talking about? I'm done. I'm three. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> we'll I don't. I don't. I don't know. As long as I'm working. Nah, it's a possibility. I'm gonna trick him, take him to the diapers, uh, to the doctor, so he can get snipped. No, nah, <laughs> not happening. Take this pill, go he to sleep. Nothing right? down here. Oh That's my crazy. God, snip, snip. Mm -mm. Cut off them little swimmers. <laughs> them sharpshooters. Oh my God, he's such a sharpshooter. Cannot. Oh my God, I'll be pregnant like on top of this pregnancy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but de definitely be care. more supportive and help out throughout the night. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, that's 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 great advice. And I might buy you a little bell. You can just jingle it. And no, I, I don't want to do that. You're not going to do that because I ain't buying no bell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I guess as we wrap this episode. Um, oh, wait. Hank, yeah, what about yeah. Hank? I mean, Hank yeah. taking care of the people's babies and stuff. Hank I mean, was he a daddy for two months. Idea. Listen, man, I did everything right. I, I followed Moni's <laughs> blueprint. I wouldn't do anything differently. Um, I just feel like I did everything right. I mean, well, so when you actually have your own, you're going to be on it. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Oh, when yeah. I have my own and I know it's mine. So absolutely. maybe one thing you can do differently is be sure that it's yours. I was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can sit back and look out for somebody else's baby the way you did, you're going to be an <laughs> excellent dad yeah, when you have your true. own. I don't even know if that's a joke, Chris, but I, no, he's I'm good with you that is, Well, no, exactly. It's both. I feel like yeah. he takes such it's a good care. No, I mean, I, I, I like pick him up from school. I did, ex so I did, I did everything. There's I mean, a dude out there real happy right now that you took care of that baby for two months. 
<laughs> yes, it is. During the hardest time. A good time. Yeah, it's literally party. the hardest part. You know, you know. And you over there with his baby, taking care of his baby. Oh, my God. All right, so no, we're not going to end this. <laughs> this is what you know, we're not going to hey, do. But you know what? I do respect you for that. R- real you know, stuff. Because I didn't want you to. You was handling your responsibility <laughs> doing what you <laughs> I didn't want to with the ejections I had. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't too sure anyway. But, <laughs> but you, you know. was on it just in case. Absolutely. Yeah, I that's amazing. That. Yes, yes no doubt. I was on it. So any uh, women out there, you know, I did great things with a baby that wasn't mine. Imagine if I, you know, was Where your baby daddy. This would be like a, this would be like a, a app with your I face on said, it. Fake I always baby said daddy. I'm going to have a baby and it's probably going to be an accident. You know what I mean? I don't really think it's going to be the right way. Marriage, baby. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that happening in my life. I don't see it going step by step like that. But only you go ahead and do your thing. You never know. You no, never it's not. Know. No, it won't. It won't. Okay. It won't. We Famous hear you. Last words. And it's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's definitely been recorded and documented. Oh, oh, right. Hank, so. mm-hmm. we'll you'd be crazy if you see me married and then, oh, Hank's having a baby. Oh, I can't wait. It's not happening. We'll see. Ain't, okay. Ain't no ooch that good. Oh, Lord. It's a snapping turtle out there for you to <laughs> catch. Yeah. A snapping turtle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, my tip for the day would I definitely. Mean, snapping turtles have you seen? Okay. Never mind. We're going to wrap this up. I'm sorry. (laughs) My tip of the day is um, always be prepared for the unexpected. You know, don't beat yourself up too much. Um, Try to have some type of help uh, around if you can. Start looking at people if you can afford it. Start looking at, you know, help before the baby comes maybe. Um, Get comfortable with someone. Um, Have a plan as far as that goes so that you can get some sleep. And um, I know my mom, she was with us for the first three weeks after we had Christopher. Big help. Big help. Oh, my God. We were nervous when it was time for her to leave. Like, we were just like, are you going to seriously, like, leave us with this baby? Like, (laughs) is this legal? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know what to do, but we made it happen. We managed. And um, I'm proud. I'm proud of us. I think we've Mm. done pretty good. Proud of you, too. We're not perfect, but we're always trying to do what's best for our kids and make sure that they have the best opportunity out there. Um, so, yeah, so uh, just also remember that lack of sleep leads to lack of sex and affection. So you better let make husbands, sure, you better make sure she sleep or significant others, whoever you are. Take heed. <laughs> you want sex. You need to make sure your baby mama or your wife, whoever she is, gets some rest. Don't sleep on that. And Let her sleep on put that. You to rest. <laughs> 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 Did you have anything, Allie, for a tip? Um. I feel like we've covered so much. Um, I guess, I mean, honestly, the tip will go back to the lactation consultant. Yeah. Just ask for help. Don't rely on Google. If you have a question about breastfeeding, talk to the experts directly. Yeah, yes. no crusty yes. dry nipples. Yeah. Here's to no crusty dry Yes. Please go ahead and invest in a jar, not a plastic bottle. Get the jar, cold-pressed, organic unrefined coconut oil. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. I feel like, honestly, rubbing that on all over me when I was pregnant prevented stretch marks, too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I did shea butter. So, um, not, you know, to go, not to take this, like, too far out of the box, but I actually learned this um, dealing with some of my friends who had... um, who had pregnancies after me, um, because I have friends from all different racial backgrounds, and me being black... My skin is naturally drier. Um, so she, one of my friends, she was white. And white people tend to have more oily skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't dry as fast as, as black people. And 
I told her to get shea butter <laughs> because that's what I used. And then she came back and she said, that it's just not working for me. It, it, it clogs my pores. And, <laughs> and I felt so bad. And we both had to like get down to the science of it. And we were like, wait, why is this? So we realized that for her, um, coconut oil was oh, it works better. Interesting. For okay. me, coconut oil rubbing on my skin, it my skin drank it up too fast. So I had to use shea butter. Okay. So um, just knowing what type of skin you have, if your skin is, and it, it's not even about race, it's just knowing your skin really. Mm-hmm. If your skin is on the oil or is on the oily side, and you absorb moisture pretty good, you retain moisture pretty well. Coconut oil may be the best for you. If your skin's on a drier side and you're noticing that your stomach is itching really bad, you know, you're seeing stretch marks pop up, maybe try something a little thicker like the African shea butter. So just a little, you know, a little tip. I think that was um, a great episode. Um, I hope you were able to get a lot of information. If you do have any questions, please visit notforlazymoms.com. If there's any other things you would like for us to write articles about um, that that we didn't cover in the podcast, then, you know, we're we're here and we just want to meet the needs. So. Um, definitely want to give a moment of silence to all of you first-time moms out there, mm-hmm. um, all of you soon-to-be first-time moms and those who are planning um, to be pregnant. Um, motherhood is the best journey I've ever been on outside of marriage. And, you know, just keep your head up. Um, don't beat yourself up when the expectations aren't where you want them to be. Just enjoy because that first year goes by so fast. And next thing you know... You don't have a baby anymore after the first year, you know, mm-hmm. so enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it as much as you can. Soak it all up. Take plenty of pictures, videos and just make notes. Have a journal. Write down everything about that baby. And then you'll be able to share something with them when they get older and they start having kids and they start seeing similarities. So it's, it's pretty amazing. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in and um, take care until next week. Thanks. Thanks.